very special episode of the Poofcast. We is. are going to be talking about sex mm. for work. Oh. It's coming up next. Fitching. <laughs> <laughs> Australia is home to over 20 million people, literally some of whom are poofs. Poofs are a natural part of modern life, but like firearms, if mishandled, can cause irreparable damage and steal your good champagne. This summer, stop, think, be poof aware. Scenario, you are meeting a poof for the first time. Hi, I'm Scott, and uh, what do you do? <gasps> OMG, I had a boyfriend called Scott once. I'm cabin crew for Qantas, mainly Brizzy, Sydney, but sometimes Melbs. Depends on what those dizzy bitches in dispatch cook up for us. <laughs> and wait. Inviting a poof to talk about themselves can lead to up to 36 hours of non-stop self-indulgent ranting while you stand there. This can lead to starvation, deep vein thrombosis and psychosis. Let's try that again, and this time, Scott, be poof aware. Hi, uh, I'm Scott. What a great T-shirt. There's someone in the next room wearing one just like it. <laughs> Stop. Think. Be poof aware. Be poof aware. Leave early or stay in exfoliate. Well, this is the poof cast with every gay in Australia. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <hi>. <laughs> of Thomas, every flavour. <laughs> Thomas Jaspers is here. Wes Snelling. This is the fabulous Adam Richard. And the outrageous Scott Brennan, you have yes. bought one of your friends. I have. I've bought a little guest. <laughs> it's show and tell. I guess it's so. show. Yeah, show and tell. Good morning, Mrs. Richard. Good morning, he's boss. To prove that he's got friends. Outside. <laughs> I've it's never been there. described as little. That's really bad marketing. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I've I've bought in a hooker. Everyone. Um, I, I would think like. They prefer the term whore. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Which, well, I quite I'm, like whore. Yeah. Well, there's a Christian Christian Vega. Hello, Hello. welcome to the Puffcast. <gasps> Hello, Puffcast. It's nice to be in you. <laughs> oh, you're always on, aren't you? <laughs> I know. She's always working. What's oh, the no. invoice on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm charging you by the minute. Mm. It's fine. Now, you've got a lot. You wear a lot of hats, don't you? I do. Oh, have I that... one? Here we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that just for the sex working? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of wigs. Okay. <laughs> Burgeoning bald spot. No, that's not happening. <laughs> no, I do. I have. I have worn a lot of hats. I think when you sort of are, you know, a publicly out sex worker, there's suddenly all these opportunities that you can take in terms of advocacy or you know um, representation. So yeah, I kind of just thrust myself in there. And, <laughs> and I, you know, you're thrusting I, yourself in here. As well. Yes, I, I thought them. I'd you know give the community a few freebies. <laughs> <laughs> it's my way of giving back. That's right. We are officially fucking your ears now. <laughs> so, um, Christian, you're, as well as being a sex worker, you're a member of the sex party. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh I am God. the Victorian branch secretary. Oh. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a secretary. Oh, no. mm. Are you like Joan from Mad Men? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the heels aren't as good, though, really. <laughs> mm, sit on my lap and take some shorthand. Mm. I've heard you've got a very shorthand. Oh, God. It's, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my we're God. Just, we're just... <laughs> Look what you've done to us, Christian. <laughs> you know, it happens. But um, tell us, how does one become a sex worker? Yes, for all our 19-year-old listeners who've right. got nothing yeah. better to do. That's right. No good at shorthand? Listen up. Right. Here's well, my long hand. You wake up one day. No, I'm kidding. Um, there's, like, there's lots of different ways. Well, how did you become a How did I become one? Worker? Well, um, I was one of those wayward youth who um, could not get along with his parents, so left home when I was about like 15 or 16 and hung out with other wayward youth in, mm-hmm. um, you know, on Flinders Street steps back mm-hmm. when it was fashionable. <laughs> And right. they got, it was, it was never fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
There was a time. <laughs> it was fashionable to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they were, you know. No, I, I have a, a similar story. I used to yeah. hang out with some wayward youth. Yeah, yeah. And Which is such a middle-aged <laughs> phrase, by the way. Wayward, wayward youth. youth. <laughs> I, I prefer scallywags. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Street can... urchins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waifs. Who <laughs> uses urchins? What is this, Middle England? <laughs> is the Dark Age? <laughs> Wonderful. Sorry, the Dark Ages was Scott's nickname in high school. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Christian. Anyway. Yes. So, um... yes, hung out with wayward youth, waifs and urchins. Yes. Um, and it was it was something a few a few of my friends did. And, like, I never actually – and so I, I, like, I hung out with them a lot. And, you know, when you're homeless and young and everything's, like, fun and, woo, just go wherever. Yeah. And – I I didn't actually plan on being a sex worker, but mm-hmm. like a, a whole bunch of my friends were hanging out in St Kilda, and it was my job to mind the wine cask while <laughs> everyone was going. Oh, they went off and gave gobby. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm that person in my group of friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That wears. You're the wine oh, cask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mind. The- <laughs> Yeah, you're the silver bladder. <laughs> that you was your nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, so one day everybody was off doing their thing and I was left there with, you know. The wine cast. The wine cast. Mm-hmm. And a bright blue barina pulled up with some oh, Astrid. year old guy. Oh, God, yes. And Trevor Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I abandoned my wine minding duties to go and Right. Yeah. Now we should point out that that this is not a legally sanctioned no, no, that's uh, right. activity. Like you there are le- you know, you can be a legal sex worker. Yes, yes. But which I am now. But I've come good. Working good on the on streets <laughs> is uh not advisable because there's no protections. Mm. Well, yes. Like and well legal protections, there's you know. But for our international listeners and listeners in other states, it is legal. In New Zealand, you can right. work on the street. You can work on the street in New South Wales. Right. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only so, special streets or any street? Uh, uh, I, I believe it's it is. To the Westfield. Grab a red spot special. Right. Um, <laughs> if you've got red spots, I'd stay yeah, away from that. Stay away, yes. <laughs> yeah, have some time off. <laughs> then it would be special. Yeah. Um, no, it's, um, yeah, no, it is sort of. As I understand, it happens on designated streets. But right. yeah, in, in Victoria, it is completely illegal. It is illegal. Yeah, right. yeah, we do not condone. Do you think that's a good thing? Uh, well, it would have been easier for me if it wasn't illegal. Like, mm. so, Did you get in trouble? Well, I, I never got in trouble, but there were some sticky situations where, you oh. know, being able to sort of tell people about what happened yeah. without being yeah. worried about them turning around and charging me right. um, yeah. would have been, you know, a useful situation. But that's not how it played out. But, you know, look, um, I had a lot of friends around me at the time who were all doing the same thing. So we kind of looked out for each other. And, yeah... Mm-hmm. From what I understand, do you, do, is the Pos- Prostitutes Collective still running? The Prostitutes Collective is no longer running. Oh. It hasn't been around for about 10 years now. Because they used to have like a wall of people not to go near on the street. Yeah. They had like a... The Ugly Mugs ah, program. The Ugly Mugs program. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the Prostitutes... So, where, where do street, you know, prostitutes... Because there will still be street prostitutes mm. who mm-hmm. have difficulties for one way or another, for one reason or another, getting legal work. Mm-hmm. Like, where mm-hmm. would they... Got get turned to for support nowadays. Um, so, street-based sex workers have been happening in St Kilda forever, yeah. like at least the dawn years. of time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There were di- there were dinosaur hookers. Yeah. Right. In St. Kilda. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Some of them are still working. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Be nice. They're lovely ladies. Um, and so they used like, to be nice gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> they were, and then Grinder came along <laughs> and killed it. It's yeah. true. Um, no, um, well, street-based sex work has been happening for, forever. So a lot of so the council, a lot of the community services, and the police, you know, it's, they know that if they go hard on street-based sex workers, it's, they're not going to go or leave or yeah, disappear. yeah, it's not going to actually do anything. Yeah. No, they just so, kind of turn a blind eye to it more than well, anything. Well, um, or be a bit more supportive. Yeah. So yes, they have a job. Yes, they're supposed to you know enforce the law or whatever. But um, you know, there's also a consciousness around you know um, making these pe- making sure people are safe or mm. as safe as yeah. possible um and yeah and working with what we've got i mean if the law was sort of supportive of street-based sex workers it would totally change um the roles that um different parts of the community would play but you know we're in we're in conservative times Uh, but is there is there room for like is are there brothels that have many male sex workers is it is it is there much of a i was gonna say is there is there much of a demand or is it like one of those things where there's you know three jobs and that's um, well in victoria the planning regulations to open a brothel are so difficult like yeah. it has to be in an industrial estate it has to be 100 uh, meters from the nearest house or 200 meters from the nearest ch- church school or place frequented by children wow. um, so it makes it really really hard to open a brothel yeah. um and as such, although there are like 94 legal, uh, licensed um, brothels with female sex workers, there's only one with male sex wow, workers. Wow. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's In a, a city of three million people. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow, they'd be busy. <laughs> uh, I don't think they are. That's why, that's why they have to put them in an industrial estate, because the, the smell of burning rubber would just <laughs> it does make it a challenge, but it, it, it's it's really hard because like um, the, the there's although there's laws restricting and controlling the sex industry, there's nothing around things like working conditions or pay rates or anything. So oh, right. so yeah. yeah, so in most brothels, there's this standard split of whatever the client pays, the sex worker gets sixty percent and the brothel gets forty percent. Oh, that's mm-hmm. like my cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> And she always fucks up the bathroom. Oh, oh. useless. <laughs> she didn't come from a brothel. No. <laughs> but what, what, what sort of like maintains that unspoken rule is that because there are like 94 brothels for females, if one brothel sort of... Um, it's unscrupulous. Yeah, and acts outside of that, well, all the sex workers could just get up and leave and yeah. go to another one. But when for male sex workers, mm. if you've only got one brothel, yeah. they can just turn around and go, oh, we're going to take 70% of the booking fee right. and you can have 30. Yeah. And there's no Hungry Jacks next to the McDonald's. No. <laughs> there is no. Well, there is, but it's a street and yeah. you can be arrested. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. working there. So, I'm really interested that this, the street thing's still happening. I mean, you see these dollar signs on Grinder and Manhunt and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. I would have thought that the internet was the new version of the street. Yes. Well, very, um, a lot of the way, in a lot of ways it is. Right. And that's why I that's guess. That's still technically not legal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. not at all. But no. I just, yeah. Well, it isn't, it isn't. It's it warmer. Is, it, yeah. Like, the, yeah. the escort part of it is okay. Yeah. It's just but, you're not but, meant to touch it ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but funnily isn't enough... is how it works? If you're... Like, like, I'm a legally registered private escort. Right. Um, Grinder won't let me advertise. Mm. All right. Escort. Yeah, so that's why, that's why you see all these people with, you know, dollar signs. Yeah, very, very subtle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell us about, like, your... 
sex work now, now that mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're all legal and you've, you've got the paperwork. Yeah. Um, because you work with quite specific clientele mm-hmm. a lot of the oh, time, well, don't no, you? I'm, I'm very inclusive right. of a lot of um, groups that people might have a few anxieties around or might be have the afraids mm-hmm. uh, about. So um, I, I try to be very um, equal opportunity about the clients that I go So for. you'll fuck good-looking people and ugly ones? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're both in. <laughs> <so>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so vain. <laughs> Everyone has a chance. That's right. Um, I remember one of my... One of my hooker friends, <laughs> I started to put on a bit of weight and I was getting changed in front of everyone one day. And I've always been quite hairy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was about 100 kilos at the time. Now I'm 140. I know. Uh, and he went, oh, my God, you look like a client. <laughs> oh. That for him was the ultimate insult. Oh, my oh. God. Wow. <laughs> See, my clients are lovely. And they do come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, but, you know, you weren't a, like, 32-year-old yeah. <laughs> hooker giving handjobs to whoever could turn up at the right. park. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. 31-year-old. No, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so in my advertising, I'm quite proactive about saying that, yes, I will see clients who have a disability. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will see clients who are HIV positive. Um and it's a it's a funny thing though because I, it's actually illegal to do that, like to describe your services. Oh really? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, oh. but in on the reverse, is it like it must be? There must be more, much more stigma for you know, say you turn up to someone's residence and they've mm-hmm. booked you, and you go, oh no. Yeah, I'm not doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, doing totally. that. No, I'm, and people would do that surely. Um, sure, there is no sort of you know um, sex worker board of commerce where you can write yeah. a letter to and complain <laughs> about something. Are there sex worker ombudsmen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifty-fifty yeah. in the Herald Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't, Wouldn't that be it? awesome? Wouldn't that be an amazing job? You just said this there guy wouldn't suck me off because I only had one leg. <laughs> 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 he couldn't find it. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about my fat gut again. Stop <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, but no, but, you know, so sex work, because in Victoria it isn't sort of li- recognised that way, you know, sort of um, like a job like any other job, mm. it, they sort of stop us from advertising things like, you know, my service is sex worker friendly. Because yeah. even though I've been fully trained to provide services to yeah. people with disabilities and I'm very open-minded. There's and, training for that? Yeah, there is. Oh, my God. Right. There's a awesome. whole organisation that's just made up of sex workers and people with a disability and they do things like advocate for law reform or work with carers and support agencies to sort of build an awareness of the sexuality of people with a disability as well as, you know... um I guess build that bridge um, for access to mm, the sex industry yeah. for people with a disability. So, and they'll also provide training for sex workers to be able to see people with a disability. And that organisation's name is Touching Base, and you can look them up in your web search. Oh, we'll, right. we'll pop a link to them on the yes. Talking Puffy website, talkingpuffy.com.au. So, so, do you like? Is most of your kind of sex work? Do you have regulars, or is it kind of sure. one-offs, or is it like what? What? <laughs> so, I'm very casual mm-hmm. <laughs> about my sex work. So, um, I have a day job as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tend to fit my clients around my day job and my boyfriend and doing, you know, a whole bunch of oh other God, stuff. You are busy. I'm mm. not workaholic. I can yeah. barely have sex for fun. <laughs> <laughs> when there's a will, there's oh. a way. <laughs> <laughs> How is Will? I haven't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He's in Egypt. At the moment. 
Um, so yes, no, I do see regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and if you want to, you can push your advertising. You can like you know get on sort of gaydars and whatever oh, yeah. that ha- that you're allowed to sort of advertise through, and really really hustle it. So if you yeah. know if you're if you want work, it's out there. If you put in the time to sort of trawl mm-hmm. ads and do that, if you want to, or you can just leave your ad up there and see who calls during the week. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's pretty much what I do. Or I'll tour as well because Melbourne's a really really hard. Well, Victoria's a really hard state to work from because you can't do things like you can't work from home right, or you right. can't work from a hotel room or ah, anything. Right. And and the majority of clients actually want to come and see you because yeah. you know they don't want you coming to their house. Well, to, especially yeah. if if someone has you know the kind of disability that they require twenty four hour care. Yeah, they may be living with their parents. Yeah, or yeah. other yeah. loved ones. Exactly. They don't want you know. <laughs> or it's like they don't it, want this camp thing coming over. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I've come uh, over to suck off your son. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my 50? <laughs> Give me my 50. I've just. Oh, he's made a mess in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are all of those stories. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's really hard to work in Melbourne. So yeah, I do. Yeah, I do wow. tend to. Travel so you kind of like, oh, I'm going to Sydney for two weeks, or I'm going to Adelaide for yeah, a month or anywhere that you can work from home, which is basically everywhere else except, except Victoria. Right. Victoria. So are you? Uh, you know, because you do a lot of sort of advocacy work, stuff like that. Are you pushing for law reform? Is sure, that part constantly. Of what, yeah. Is there like? Uh, because, you know, you the whole thing with brothels and stuff, is there a possibility for you as a, say, freelancer mm-hmm. to use the facilities at a brothel um, to bro- meet someone or is that not a done thing either? Brothel owners really don't like private workers. It's like, right. yeah, it's, yeah, they right. think that we sort of eat into their business. Mm. Although there's a lot of... <laughs> or eat out. <laughs> or eat out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're talking about sex work and still we're doing terrible innuendo. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the other layer of understanding is gone. <laughs> I know. We're at single entendre now. Entendre. What were we talking about? I have no idea. About going to brothels oh, and yeah, using yeah, their yeah, facilities. Yeah, using their facilities. So um, in, like, the, if you can sort of strike a relationship with a brothel owner, a licensee, they let you sort of – because mm. the service they're providing is basically you room rental by yeah, the hour. Yeah. Um, so you'd think that the process would be a lot easier to, um, to, to you know, borrow a room from a brothel. I'm lucky because I'm male. I can go to a female brothel and they won't perceive me as competition. Yeah. Oh, so, right, yeah, I do sort of sneak in the back door that way Mate, sometimes. <laughs> Stop playing back door. <laughs> Stop saying sneak in. Uh. In. <laughs> Just keeps going. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you do have to work out sort of these, you know, sneaky, secret squirrel ways of working. Now, from the other side, say, you know, I was someone with a disability mm-hmm. and I wanted to hire say. someone. Yeah. Uh, to provide that particular service. Mm-hmm. How, you know, because I'm at possibly disadvantaged, can't, you know, I'm not that mobile, how do I know I'm going to get someone who is trustworthy and is not going to, while I sit in front of them in my chair, mm-hmm. make off with my CD collection? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Adam, no one's going to steal your CD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I know. <laughs> my Mariah Carey shrine is uh-huh. the lock and key. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that, even yeah. if it is autographed. <laughs> um, 
But you know what I mean. Yeah, so in Victoria, it's really, really hard because we wow. can't say that in our advertising. But Touching Base does run a referral service. Oh, wow. As well. oh, so, okay. I mean, that's a national referral service. So they go around training up all these sex workers to see um, people with a disability. And they go, oh, do you want to be on our referral list? And then so people – or and, and even like carers and support services have called up um, that, that, that service to find a referral for a sex worker. Cool. Who, right. Yeah, see someone. Yeah. So they so there is somewhere, you know, you can always go to Touching Base and go, look, yeah. this this guy's bad news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he took my shoes and my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Take him off your lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An, an ombudsman in a community way. <laughs> so just in terms of like carers, for mm-hmm. example, um, and sort of, and the groups, like what, what what's the attitude? Are they kind of, you know, some carers are written more kind of on top of that thing than mm-hmm. others? Are they kind of... Would there be carers that go, no, 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 you can't have sex and I'm not going to allow it? Or, like, what's what's the attitude amongst... Funnily enough, um, the more sort of... The closer they are to the actual coalface, so working with the people who have a disability, the more sympathetic they are because right. they can recognise the person that they're working with as a whole human being. Mm. And this person, you know, every human being has a sexuality and when you can't express that sexuality, it sort mm. of manifests itself in all sorts of other issues. So, you know, yeah. and as well as, you know, mental health issues, it, it, it sort of t- becomes like problematic behaviour, um, the way for some people become really, really inappropriate in public and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's, there's lots of like little examples but a lot of that is um, behaviour of unmet need. So everybody has a need to express a sec- their sexuality, and if you, they can't do that, it's something else happens. Yeah, like, so it's, it's like kind of a valve popping or something. This yeah. is why I expose myself to my work colleagues. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Adam, pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pants on. 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 Come on. Come on. This is where Hamish and then you do pants off Friday. Ah. It's normal here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they wear underwear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's I'll how put people the get crabs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought crabs were dying. Because <laughs> of all the Brazilians. They are. Yeah, something like that. They're going endangered. Yeah. <laughs> Someone called WWF. <laughs> crabs are on the endangered species. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. They're still well, alive and well at the at the lead. Yes. <laughs> I actually think the, 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 the land's actually got funding. To <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Anyway, you were talking about carers and the... Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so carers and families, surprisingly, can be really, really supportive. I'm not, mm-hmm. And I'm being very general here. Of course, oh. there's going to be someone with a moral issue against blah de yeah, blah yeah. But, um, but uh, on, on the whole... Huh? Um, <laughs> See? He's just doing them that, on his own I now. <laughs> I've been hanging around you. Need way too long. <laughs> <laughs> but generally, <laughs> um, yeah, carers, carers and family members um, tend to be quite supportive. Um, it's when you start moving up bureaucracy, so management, department, yeah. that's when it starts to get a little bit difficult. But um, but more and more and more, um, people are starting to understand that there is a sort of a need around um, expressing sexuality and recognising the sexuality of people who have a disability. Because yeah. for a really long time, um, a lot of people just thought, you know, if, oh, you've got cerebral palsy you're in a wheelchair, you don't have a sexuality, and it's mm. not true. No. Now, uh, I... This is something I'm... You can't have a freebie. <laughs> I don't want a freebie. Um, is I've always had kind of a preconceived notion mm-hmm. that to do sex work, you must have some kind of disconnect with mm-hmm. the people you're having sex with. Right. Is, it, is there still, like, a, a level of intimacy? Is mm-hmm. there a level of passion to it, or... 
is it like, you know, sticking your dick through a hole in the toilet wall? It's a really good question. If you wanted to treat it like that, it certainly can be. Yeah. And um, see, this is the problem with not having a cert for inhalatory. Like you can't, you, you, don't, <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to learn the approach. So, oh, yeah, I learned harlotry at, uh, yeah. at Box Hill Tape. Yeah, yeah. I got high distinction. Because <laughs> I put my box right on that. Oh. <laughs> the things you do for extra credit. <laughs> I could go on and on. Oh, my God. I love harlotry. Yeah. Hooker school. Hook school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, for... A lot of us who've done it for a very long time who sort of identify sex work as like a calling, if you Mm. like. Um, So you're like a a rude nun. None. For the Jesus right price. Mary spoke to me. Mary, <laughs> Mary spoke to me and she said, You go suck that cock. Suck it. Oh, I've spent all day on my knees. Oh, getting the ball. Oh, God, the body of Christ made me gag. Sorry. You were answering my very serious question. I know. I know. Adam was serious for us. It's such a novel experience. I know. It's unusual. It happens once a month. (laughs) Must be that time. It is. Uh So, um, yes. So, there can be a disconnect if you want there to be. Yeah. Um, But I found, like, trying to maintain that disconnect to be really, really hard. And it it started to have a bit of a toll on the way I started. Because I I did this thing when I first started, right, where I had to have as much play sex as I did work sex. And it just meant that I didn't sleep ever. (laughs) (laughs) So You didn't make no money. <laughs> yeah, I was broke. Anyway, um, but but then I got to a point where it's like actually this is a part of who I am, and you know to have sex with someone does require a lot of personal energy, mm. if you like. Um, and what you learn if you want to be, to keep doing sex work is how to manage that. So mm. understanding very healthy boundaries around you know um, what is mine and what is the client's, yeah. and and you know having things like a boyfriend or you know having place personal sex as well. A lot of lots of it. Is um, you get to learn, you know, what the difference is between work sex and not work sex. Yeah. And um, so that level of, I guess, some people would call professionalism is what sort of keeps you healthy in your job. And that's like any other job. Like, yeah. You know, so you'll get a lot of teachers who over-identify um, with, their, um, with their students if yeah. they're like little children. They become like parents. Mm. Exactly. And um, that can sort of – and nobody talks about sort of the unhealthy, um, I guess, stuff that can come out of doing that. Mm. But with sex work – it's an automatic, oh, there must be all these personal issues about intimacy <laughs> and stuff. But, it, but, but like, it, it's a legitimate question. But, um, I, I mean, I think about it when I do stand-up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there'll be days where I'm just like, oh, I just cannot be bothered. I'm really, oh, I yeah. feel really sick. I'm tired. I yeah, can't yeah. be bothered. But, you know, there's three or 400 people who've all paid about 30 bucks to come mm-hmm. and have a good time. And yeah. I have to give them one. Yeah. And you do. Like, when you get out there, it's, you know, yeah, Dr. Showbiz takes over. They pay but, a lot more, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you don't do 400 people at once. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> but oh, but you know, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, that yeah. thing where you just go, I, "I'm just not in the mood for yeah. having fun yeah. today." Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. Clients um, aren't 
paying for you to be their boyfriend no, as yeah. well. So, you know, yes, you're there and you create intimacy and you're doing something really, really personal and, you know, you're bumping uglies and whatever. And that's all, you know, well and good and great. Um, but I guess how much you want to throw yourself into it mm. um, depends on you. And, you know, I'm really lucky because, you know, because we charge so much, um, <laughs> we can do things like take time out and manage mm. burnout and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, it can be an emotionally draining job. It can be a very, very personal job. It doesn't have to be, but it can be. But it also gives you sort of the flexibility and the resources to be able to go, you know what, I want to go to Thailand for two weeks now. Okay. And you mm-hmm. just pack and up so You can. <laughs> burning question then. <laughs> Topical cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or penicillin. If someone <laughs> wanted, to, you know, like if someone was living off it, mm-hmm. do you, how often a week would you have to work? Like is it, is it pay that well that you can just sort of do it every now and then mm-hmm. kind of a thing or... It can. Yeah. So, um, a lot of sex workers, well, there's a lot of sex workers for whom it is their full-time income. And if you've got, you know, if you've got full time to dedicate to it, you can certainly, um, work enough to to live very comfortably. Um, But I think a lot of people have this misconception that sex workers are just rolling in money. Mm. No, yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm sure that people aren't throwing millions of dollars Mm -hmm. away on it. Yeah. Annually, so. Yeah. Oh, some people are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want those numbers. <laughs> Football players. I had a friend who used to, like, you know, he'd go, oh, I'm just going to go to the shops. And then he'd come back with McDonald's and everyone would be like, where did you get that money? He goes, uh, oh, I gave a hand shandy on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he just would have popped down the street. Oh, so yeah. any work. I, I do that. I need to start charging for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Thing? Oh, God. <laughs> it does have its benefits. No, it, look, it, it can be a full-time job if you want it to be. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you wanted, like, a standard, you know, person's wages and live normally. If you wanted to pay off a mortgage, do you have, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to be doing it nightly? Just or? ask it. Just say. How much do you get? Just- <laughs> <laughs> so, the way I sort of describe it is sex workers earn an average income. So, yeah. um, we might earn anywhere between 45 and 75 grand a year on average. Yeah. It's just that we don't work 40 hours a week yeah. to do mm-hmm. that. So, quite often we're doing things like studying or yeah. looking after kids or whatever. Or working in the priesthood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, to do that. So, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's comfortable... It's comfortable living. And, and different sex workers would obviously, obviously different people make different, different amounts yeah. of money. Yeah. Like, you know, people yeah. who are really in demand could yeah. charge a lot more. What like, do you reckon well, I could get? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was yeah. the question I was going to ask. Because, Thomas, if you look around the four of us, we all yeah. technically work in the entertainment industry. But yes. I'm sure if you looked at our group certificates, the numbers are very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. What's a group certificate? <laughs> uh, it's a special service that Christian offers. <laughs> That's for the night before a wedding. <laughs> we just want to, get to make sure. Bummed off yeah. one more time. <laughs> Can I ask a question that might be relevant to mm. what you're asking as well? Which, how yeah. many jobs or sessions? What do you call them? I, I call them jobs. Jobs, yeah. Johnny. How many jobs Not booking day do you reckon you could jam in? <laughs> um, if I was, like, really, really working hard, um, like, on t- oh, well, it's hard to say in Melbourne because I work so casually and I have a day job and all these mm. other things. Um, but, like, on tour, I've jammed something like six jobs in a day. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know. So that must that, be exhausting. Look, it can be, but mm. it's like, you know, that's six hours. I guess you're lying down a lot of the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not back to back either. And so. it's fun. Like, yeah, yeah. never forget. This don't just... forget. Like, you know, when we say, "Oh my god, that gig last night was exhausting." Yeah, mm. yeah. Like. Ninety-five percent of it was fucking awesome. Yeah, fun. exactly, yeah. and it's very much the same for sex yeah. workers. Like yeah. you, you kind of leave a job, and it's like two o'clock in the morning. And you're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, and you're like, I'm gonna go out, and like it's like it's Wednesday night, and at two a.m. in the morning, it's like nobody else is no. out. No, <laughs> the, no the other thing with sex work is, you know, the, the, no one really thinks about what what the sex worker gets out of it, which in some, some with a lot of people would be being absolutely desired by someone mm, yes. for, you know, oh, well, absolutely. 30 or 60 minutes, depending on the book. Yeah. <laughs> but, but having someone extended. be completely into them. Like, yeah. just well, go, what, what do you get out of it, well, Christian? It's what, funny. It, well, yeah, that, <laughs> there's that. There's that. That's the obvious. But I think um, that's a really unique thing, what Adam was describing, that sex workers do get. And a lot of people do identify that as one of the reasons why they do work. It's We have a really, really um, highly developed sense of body image. So, you know, I don't go to the gym every day. I don't have abs. I don't, you know, on the BMI scale, I'm not fit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but still people like look at my ads, they'll call me, they'll have a chat with me. And I know that that person is totally into me, you know, and it kind of says to me, you know, all of that stuff that, you know, newspapers say and magazines say and television around what is beautiful and what is sexy is Mm. actually rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What is desirable is actually who you are and what you do. Mm. Um, and in that, and, and. You know, in that we have to extend that to our clients as well. Yeah. So, you know, um, we have to accept bodies as being beautiful because it's really hard to look at someone and go, oh, wow, you're really unattractive. Um, and then having to try to work with that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not within. You've got to embrace them in a way. Yeah, yeah. Know. So, you, you and do... everyone has something attractive about them. Absolutely. Mm. Even and... if it's their personality. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's their dog. I'm not kidding. Even if it's the silence they leave behind when they leave the room. Oh, thank God. Remember that time um, you had sex with the blind guy and yeah. Rebecca Diannamino fed the dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, when he, said, when he said <laughs> anyway. the dog. Uh, dog. <laughs> Even if it's their dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I read it a blind guy once. He had a lovely dog. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Christian, anyway. Um, what else do you, what, yeah, getting out of it, what else do you... Oh, so, there's, well, there's that, there's the um, the time to be able to do other things. So, like, I work in, you know, community services where you get paid shit. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's work that I really love and I really believe yeah. in. It's with people who um, who really, who you identify can identify with. And, you know, community service workers get paid crap. But, you know, we love the work. We, we're yeah. not doing it for the money. So, it's mm. nice to be able to still do something that... That means I can live comfortably on top of all of that. So, yeah. And you're making you're, you're like the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> if your last wish is to have sex with Christian, you can contact us at thecouncetalkingbook.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Christian, for yeah. coming in. This has and been fascinating. fascinating. Yeah, it's, oh, been really it's been a pleasure. Yeah, so it's been a whole episode. Did I, did I'll I, invoice you. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought in a friend. Did I do good? Did I do yeah. good? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm getting it. They're, they're uh-huh. desiring me because I yeah. brought you in. Uh-huh. You see, so I get We've it been now. doing this podcast for three years, uh-huh. and this is the most effort he's made. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, calling special. a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that once when you turn. 
you turn up to a job and you realise it's sitting down at a family dinner. Oh. oh. Really? So yeah. you're like a date date. Yeah, yeah. And oh. I was like, oh, I'm pretending to be your girlfriend, oh. Marianne. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that is, that's a... And did you recognise her dad from another job? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That probably would have made it easier. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Christian. Oh, it's been thank you for having you. very, very edifying. Oh, yay. That's a word, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it applies. Well, considering we've got no more room for anything in this poofcast, we'll be back next week. Yay! yay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Are we ready? Yeah, let me turn my phone off. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get a booking halfway through. The <laughs> <Yeah. show. laughs> Sorry, I have to look out now. <laughs> Sorry, oh, busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has happened. I love how now Scott has checked whether he's, his is off. We've been recording for three no, hours. No, no, it's off. No. <laughs> I was actually just laughing at... At Christian's text message. <laughs> Hi, where's your entrance? Oh, it's okay. I can it's see it from now. Here. <laughs> I'm across the road. I can see it from here. Yeah, God, you can see it from the space. That's right. Talk poofy to me.